that art highly favored of the Lord is with uh, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shalt call his name Jesus. And he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And I want to take my text out of what Mary's reply was and her response, verse 34, then said, after hearing all of this stuff that was going to happen to her, then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be, seeing I know not a man? Hallelujah. I want to wait on that answer just a little bit. Amen. Turn around and look at somebody and say, God is still working in this house. Hallelujah. We're going to give him his liberty. Hallelujah. Just stay open to the Lord right now. You may be seated. God bless you. I, I don't know why, but I feel this spirit that some of you are feeling like since the screams and the shouts and the falling out is over that now the spirit of the Lord has stopped. And No, 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 no. I'm, I'm coming against that right now. In Jesus' name, I'm coming against that right now. The Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the Lord, since we prayed for that baby, amen, it broke loose. It was, it was just under the surface all the time, but it broke loose, and it has not left yet. I'm, I'm, I'm beside myself up here. Uh, it, it took a while for me to make the decision because I knew there would be some people like, why are you stopping this? Well, I, I'm not stopping anything, all right? We're just moving and changing. The Holy Ghost is still, he still has liberty Amen. The Spirit of the Lord has liberty to move on each one of you. Listen, and I'll lay this microphone down at any time when it get when you know if it's time. Okay, but but we'll just try to follow the Lord and make that decision. Amen. So so Mary here, boy, she had the angel Gabriel come and, and brought this powerful man. This this is a most powerful account. You you can't find anything. I can't even opening the Red Sea. And, and you know the the cloud in the wilderness and the pillar of fire and all the miracles, water. Listen, you can't find any account that it, that that it, that is more powerful than this right here. I mean, and this is foundational, amen, to Christianity, amen. Gabriel making the announcement to Mary of just how the Messiah would come into this world. And they knew there was a Messiah coming. It was prophesied. Amen. The Christ was coming. Amen. They knew that, that this was going to happen somehow. Listen, this whole story, amen, of what we call the Annunciation, it, it, it just, it's just mind-boggling. It's far beyond the power of any mere human being, amen, to have invented. You couldn't just come up with this. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't be fiction enough to come up with this, Amen. The truth, Amen, is is the most far out thing that you can get sometimes. Like so many other Bible passages, this is utterly beyond the perimeter of anything that the natural man might have imagined. It's kind of like why did God come up with tongues? We're on that subject and can't hardly get off of it. I mean, this is just crazy. It's weird. It's it's not as quite as weird as hearing a scientist say, "Amen." That this crocodile or this alligator started a hundred million years ago. That's how I look at it. Somebody thinks this is weird. 
Think about what scientists are saying. Somebody was blaming, I watched a little debate. Somebody was talking to a, to a Christian, was talking to an atheist, and the atheist was talking about, you know, you folks don't believe in science, and, and you know, you're just overlooking it. I don't, under, I don't understand, you know, all the millions of years they claim the earth's been here, and I don't doubt it either, but, but, but they false accuse us. We're not against science. We're for science. If it's true science, listen, there's whole buildings that's blocks and blocks long that's full of, of science books that's obsolete because they, it was science and they thought it was true and they learned it wasn't true, so they just closed the book and they stored it away somewhere. That's what science does. But this Bible, this Word of the Lord, it was printed and it's been reprinted, but it's the same stuff in there over and over and over for all these hundreds of years. Amen. And so, so we're, not, we're not against science, but in the debate, the guy said, you, you guys, Christians, believe in a flat earth. And he said, and I love the comeback. He said, no, no, you guys gave us that. You know, scientists, they used to believe that the earth was flat. It, was, it wasn't Christians. Christians was just following science. Oh, the earth's flat. If you go out too far in the ocean, you might just fall off the edge. It was science that gave us that. And there's a lot of stuff that science is still giving us that it is science, but it's not true science. I don't know why I'm talking about that. Maybe the Spirit of the Lord wants me to do something here. Amen. But this thing is far out. Amen. But you, a natural man cannot imagine this. Verse 31 said, And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son. That's not so bad. Oh, but the problem was she had never known a man. We know how that works. Verse 33, And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Not just a regular son, not just a regular child, amen, but he's going to have a ministry, and he's going to have an anointing, and he's going to have a power. In fact, he's going to be God manifest in the flesh. Verse 34, Then said Mary unto the angel, this is where our title comes in. This is where our thought comes in. I mean, she thought this over for a minute. I don't know how long this took for the angel to come and, and, and give this news to her. Amen. But she had time to think it over. I don't think it took too long. Her question was, how shall this be, seeing I know not a man? How can, she said, how can this happen? This defies all human reasoning. This was the big deal here. Another way Mary could have responded to the, this, I feel like it's, some, it's, it's a far out proclamation here that would be given to her. Amen. She said, that, that's impossible. That's what God specializes in. Things that are impossible. Things that can't be done. Amen. That's not how it works. So right in the middle when we get set on things, how things ought to be and how things really are as far as our mind is, amen, and how we're thinking, God will come right in under the radar, amen, and there something will take place that just boggles and blows our mind. That's how God works. That's how he gets our attention. It's just unforgettable. It's not just that somebody had a baby and they called him Jesus. No, 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 no. A virgin had a baby. The Holy Ghost, amen, had something to do with this. Amen. Listen, here's the message, folks. Our response is the same as Mary's over every kind of an issue and situation that we meet almost on a, and some of us on a daily basis. Amen. How can this be? 
That's our title. That's our thought. And so I want to talk about that just a little bit. If someone ever fails us, if somebody ever does us wrong, or at least we feel like they did us wrong or didn't do us right, we we stop trusting humanity forever after that. Could we just like come in from way out in the wild blue yonder and come back right down where we're living here? I, I, I don't want to read anything into this, but I do want to springboard off of this thought. How, how can this miraculous situation, this far out thing that you're telling me is going to happen to me, how can this be every day? Amen. Sometimes a preacher's preaching. Sometimes you're praying at home. Something just comes to your mind. Amen. Oh, this would be wonderful. But how in the world could that be? That can't happen with the salary that I get, we can't pay for that car. We can't pay for that house. There's no way out of it. See what I'm talking about? Amen. How could, that's the question. Now, we may not verbalize it because, because we're Christians. We're believers, really. Listen, we probably worry just as much as anybody else that's non-Christians. We get nervous and take our pills. And some of us right here, you got a peck basket full of some kind of pills in your purse right now. Y'all know I fought pills. I fought. I just came. Of course, we came up from the Bible Belt, and there's some people who claim to be conservative. They're like, you know, I'm going to get to this. You're going to get, hey, listen, Sister Melissa and I, we could take you to places where fresh air is wrong. I don't know. You know, they just, I mean, you, you can't do nothing, man. Everything's wrong. You, you, you know, you in fact, I know some places. In fact, I know some organizations. In fact, we were in contact with them last. I thought Brother Patton last. He done been, I, I've been knowing him for years, but he's, you know, he's been around those guys that won't smile. If I didn't know, my wife and I went to a, a, an anniversary service or a dedication service. Wonderful guy. I preached for the guy in another state, preached for the guy many times. Just a Bible scholar, loves God, but they have that attitude. You know, and they had a whole passel of them come from everywhere to dedicate that building. Big-time preachers, pastor big churches, been successful. And, I told, I'll read, and, of course, we were just visiting, and so we just went to the, you know, the dedication and, you know, hear the preaching and be in church with them. And we'd been in the church, preached in the church, beautiful, beautiful building. And I leaned over to my wife, and I said, if I didn't know those guys, I knew know them. I knew every one of them most of them personally. I said, if I didn't know those guys, I'd be very uneasy in here. I forget how I said that. I said, because all of them look up on that platform. All of them look mad. I mean, I mean, wouldn't, I'm like, somebody needs to tell a good joke or something up there, even if it's off color. You know, just, I mean, make them laugh and smile. And I'm, I'm, I've been knowing them for years, and I'm uneasy. <laughs> hey, so, so don't come telling me how, you know, holy you are. It just seems like some people they feel like the more holy they get the more spiritual. Well I don't believe in this and I don't drink coffee because the Bible said don't drink strong drink and all of it you know like well, make it a little weaker. Drink some coffee it'll do you good. You know I, I'm serious. Y'all we're laughing but I'm serious y'all. You know, and I, I'm not here to play down people's convictions. If you've got a conviction about something I hope to God you do. Amen. But when you start saying I'm holy and I'm separate and, you know, you start putting that holiness up there. We just need a move of the Holy Ghost in our life. I'm going to get down to something here in just a minute in my notes. I jotted it down. I had a whole different message, but the Holy Ghost just kept 
And I didn't have it. I just, I just had a thought here. Amen. But, but, but we, we, need, we need a move of God. Amen. But, but, but you, you do some people wrong, they have no patience with you. They're done with you. They're done with you. All right? Mark Twain once observed that if a cat sits on a hot stove, the, that cat won't ever sit on a hot stove again. And he said, not only that, he said, that cat won't even sit on any kind of stove, whether it's hot or not. He said, in fact, the cat just don't like stoves. Period. Well, that's how we do. It's kind of like the $20 bill that you find. If it's counterfeit, you don't throw everything, your whole wallet away. That's how some people do. Oh, we give up on church. We give up on religion. Why did you do that? Just because you found a bad egg somewhere. Just because you spotted a hypocrite somewhere. Don't quit God and quit church over that. Amen. There's some good ones still around. They may be hard to find. But there's some places of worship. There's places that have liberty. There's places that still preach the truth. You know what, folks? I'm going to tell you. I don't know if it's just my age or whatever it is. And, and I, I suppose everything I'm preaching, I'm probably preaching right back to me because at some point or other, I've had doubt about people and fear about people. I said, oh, my goodness, don't turn that over to them. They'll mess it up. That's what they always do. You know, but but the longer I do this, Brother Ruck, the longer I live for God and the longer I know that he keeps putting up with me and tolerating me and letting me slide, it seems like, on some things that I should have been judged a lot more harshly on. Amen. The more I look at people that's taking over and doing things, the more I have confidence in them. The more I'm thinking, you know what, that's going to be all right. They're going to come out okay. They're a little rough around the edges. Just give them a little time. Because God started that, and don't worry about it. He's going to handle that. And if you're gone, wiped off of the, the, the face of the earth, listen, this church will go on just fine. The will of the Lord, amen, amen, will take over in the life of whoever he wants to, amen. So, so let, you know, let, let's, just, let's just don't turn against stoves because we got burnt by one one time. I'm going to preach against that because, boy, that thing burnt me. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's, let's do like the apostles. Amen. In Luke 17 and 5, I don't know if you need to go there or not, but they, at one point they said, Lord, increase our faith. Now we could say, man, we got faith. We got it all wrapped up. And we don't need nobody. We just, just, no, 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 no. No, we never get to that place. We never get to the point that we don't need help from God. Amen. We always need to acknowledge that too. Oh, God. Amen. Without you, I can do nothing. Amen. I have to have you, Lord. I am addicted to you. Amen. Hallelujah. This is how you make, I believe this is how we make progress. Amen. Amen. And, and even in Mark, the ninth chapter, amen, there was a man that had a demon-possessed son, I believe it was. He said, you know, I believe, but he said, and he went on and said, Lord, help my unbelief. He had enough faith to get to God. He had enough faith to ask, but he knew he didn't have enough faith. Amen. So he asked the Lord to help his unbelief. Every single one of us, listen to me closely, every one of us, our faith at times will waver. You will be in a situation. There will be trouble. Amen. There will be a problem. Amen. And you won't quite know how, and your faith will waver. Hallelujah. That's when you say, Lord, help my unbelief. Hallelujah. So when God promises to move the mountain, and we've prayed about the same mountain for quite some time. Come on, y'all. 
Amen. And it's just as big as ever. Some of us bring the same thing to the... I'm not criticizing that. I'm just bringing out a point. We, we bring the same problem. We've been bringing it for years. And we're, if we're honest, amen, it's just still there. Amen. We, we, we like, you know, like Mary, we tend to ask the same question. How am I ever going to get through this? Am I ever going to get... How can this be? You keep promising God, amen, that heaven is your throne and the earth is your footstool and all things are possible. You know, I, you, know you keep saying that, but how is that going to... I can't see my way clear. I can't see my way through this or out of this. Amen. And our, it seems hopeless and our faith is under an all-out attack from the enemy. Amen. Listen, you, you've stood on that promise that all things are possible to them that believe. And, and we see no progress. Can I get an amen? Amen. Come on, church. Amen. That's how, that's, I'm just being honest. I'm not trying to be negative and I'm not trying to put anybody down. I'm just saying we, we've, got, we've got problems here. But if we're honest... How can this relationship possibly survive? And you know, when you do this long enough, you deal with people long enough, you can look at it and say, you know what, man? Mm. See, all we got to go by is what people's done in the past. You know, we have men that get married, you know, and they're like, man, I'm the boss, you know, and I'm going to make these decisions. My wife's all like, no, no, no. You don't just automatically, automatically, because you're the man, get all the authority and all of the trust and, oh, yeah, you have confidence. No, no, no. You get that by making good decisions over and over and over. And in your wife, after a while, she won't question that anymore. That's how you get that. You earn that trust. Anybody say amen on that? It takes years. You know, I was called to preach when I was just a kid. Amen. And for years and years, I got a bunch of brothers, and it was six of us, you know, two sisters. And for years, and I'm right in the middle of that, all right, all those, all those boys. And we got stories to tell on each other. And, you know, for years I go back home, you know, we have the family, they tell all those funny stories on me. You know, and they, you know, they not just call me the preacher out of respect, but just funny thing. Oh, there's the preacher, y'all. Calm down. You know, hey, come on to preach. You know, it was just a funny, lighthearted, <laughs> Brother John, lighthearted kind of, you just deal with that. You can't get offended by all of that. You just, you just keep doing the right thing. You keep preaching. You keep praying. You be faithful. I'm, I, want a, I want a faithful spirit to get a hold of somebody. Let me just, if y'all don't mind, I'm going to stop right here. We preached about Enoch who walked with God and he was and then he was not. I got to looking at that, you know. What was, was Enoch, what caused that? What would cause only other, one other man in the Bible, Elijah, was the only one translated out of here. Y'all want to talk about something that's important? You know, we don't need another hero preacher that's got a fancy suit and a nice haircut and a beautiful wife and, and, and talented and, you know, music, can do it all. You know, we don't, we don't need another. I mean, that's good. Talent will get what talent will get you. <laughs> education will get what education will get you. All those things, you can go down the list. But, but Holy Ghost will get you what God can get you. <laughs> all right? That's what happens. Move of the Spirit is what we need. Hallelujah. Amen. But you just keep going through those things until you just, and you just keep on going until after a while somebody starts believing that, you know, that guy, he's going to do, I know what he's going to do. So I want a faithful spirit. When Enoch, when I studied him, amen, I said, boy, he had to be powerful. He had to be talented. He had to be super smart. But all I could find that he was, that he was, I was disappointed almost because, you know, he just had to be a powerful man. No, no, no. 
all I could get that Enoch was faithful. He just kept showing up, Sister Debbie, even when he had pain in his body. If we could get folks, amen, to show up. And no telling what we could build around here for God and for the rest of the world. You don't have to be talented. I mean, I thank goodness, and I, I honor our talent and people who can preach and teach and our elders. We just have a, a, a wonderful crew here and men who back us, and I back them, and, and, and youth pastor. I can see that youth revival. I can see it. I already talked to you about it earlier. I've been seeing it. I've been praying about it, and literally an explosion in the youth. Amen. And you guys can help, and y'all can help, and y'all can help. If we don't get them, folks, if we don't get them, the drug dealers are going to find them. If we don't get them, the bright lights are out there going to find them. They'll get them. Amen. And musicians and talented, you guys that are talented, let me tell you something. It's not whether the door opens or not. See, these guys, some of these guys, y'all don't affect almost everybody on this front row here and all through here. Talented can sing, play instruments. Amen. Teach. Take, give them the microphone. They'll say good things. I don't even worry about it when they've got control of that platform. It's not, it's not that, oh, we, I know people have no talent almost. Oh, they're praying for a door to open. No, 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 no. No, it's just you got to be careful which door opens up. That's what we got to pray for because a door will open up, but it may be the wrong door, and it very well could be the wrong door. There's a, there's a, many, there's a many musically talented uh, person who can sing with the ability to do all kind of entertaining. They started in church. Aretha Franklin. Study Aretha Franklin. I mean, wow. I could listen to Aretha Franklin sing. Amen. Whitney Houston, a voice like an angel. They started in church. I mean, she probably never would have got as popular as she did. Amen. But, you know, you can think what you want about that. I'm not going to be your judge. I'm not her judge. Amen. Got, it got very, but, you know, those people almost have to sell their soul to get where they get. Listen, just keep living for God. Be like, be like Enoch. Just be faithful. Just keep walking with God. Keep believing in God. Keep trusting God. And you watch God open the right door for you. Amen. Don't worry. It may take a little time. Amen. But this is Mary, what Mary was. How, how can these things be? How's this relationship? How can it survive? Amen. If we're honest, how in the world are we going to get to the other side of this Red Sea? The Red Seas, they, they were there for a purpose. If we're honest, not even, it didn't even mention the wilderness. After they got through the Red Sea, then they're the wilderness. You know, God did that on purpose. Hallelujah. Amen. He had to teach them how to submit. Brother Jerry had to teach them how to obey and how to march. Amen. They were just slaves. They had been in bondage for all those hundreds of years. Amen. But we all need an answer, just like Mary needed an answer. And verse 35 gives us, and I'm just jumping to the, you know, I'm just going through a whole bunch of stuff and skipping a bunch of stuff here. But you'll get the point. It gives us our answer right here. This is why I wouldn't go to a church that doesn't promote the Holy Ghost and the infant. I wouldn't go there. I wouldn't mess around that place. Listen, the shouting and, the, and the, all of that, all that's just, and the music, all that's just extra. So I'm, I'm talking about the doctrinal stuff. He said, without my spirit, you don't even belong to me. I don't even know who you are. That's what he was saying. 
So I'm gonna, we're going to be monotonous and stubborn and stiff-necked and hard-headed and whatever you want to call it around here, amen, on a moving of the Spirit and folks being filled. It's available to us, folks. It's available, amen. And so we're going to promote that, give people an opportunity and tell people about it and make a lot of religious people mad about it. We get on the, you know, have you ever been in, you ever been involved in something and you just, whether it was politics or whether it was a court, somebody was charged and you were on the, and in the middle of that, you realize you was on the wrong side? I've been there. I've been, a cool right in the middle, right in the middle of a court. <laughs> I'm a character witness. And I said, man, these people are dirt. The other guy's a nice guy that they're trying to get me to, you know, help them, you know, put under their feet. Now, thank goodness the judge didn't ask me to say anything because I really would have been a quandary at that point. I'm like, oh, hallelujah, Jesus answered my prayer, so I just sat back there. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm already there. But see, I was younger then. Not that I couldn't do it now, but I was younger then, and I heard one side of the story. Oh, we, we never should ever, ever, ever make a judgment on anything or anybody until we see both sides. Hallelujah. Somebody said there's three sides. There's his side, her side, and then the right side. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Because they both may be wrong. But I've been right there. Let's don't get off, let's don't get off into that. Amen. But, but we need the Holy Ghost working in our services. We need God with us. Hallelujah. Amen. But the answer is simply this. And the angel answered and said unto her, remember the question, how is this going to happen? The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. That's That's all we have to do right there. We could stop right there. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. I understand. I'm not taking this out of context. I understand this is actually talking about the Messiah. Amen. Here, I understand that. But the principle is still the same. Amen. You, when you're in, 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 a, in a situation, when you're at that place, I don't know what in the world I'm going to do. I don't know how I'm going to get out of this mess. I've made some wrong decisions. Amen. I, I, I see no way out. Listen, that's when we need a move of the Holy Ghost. That's when we need the power of God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's when we wish we'd have been at church more. That's when we wish we hadn't skipped Sunday service. I want, that, I want that spirit to get on us, amen, that faithful spirit, that loyal spirit, amen, hallelujah. So we, need, we all need answers, just like Mary, amen. So the answer is the Holy Ghost, amen. You know, there's an old song, old song. Sister Melissa, I'm going to try to, I'm going to hurry and cut through it. You'll help me on this last song. You don't have to worry about this one. There's an old song, I understand. These guys got new songs. I love those songs, y'all. But, but once in a while, I go back. And I find myself humming, amen. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. Remember that song? All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Now, I like this part right here. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. And here's why. Oh, 
because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. The, the, this, this writer was anointed. He said, we go through a lot of things because we feel like we got it. Some people don't need the preacher unless there's a funeral or a wedding. All we need to no, 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 no. You know what? I'm thinking about in the scripture, Brother Ruck, Old Testament, Old Testament, Ezekiel, I believe. Then there's some other scriptures where, you know what they would do? The kings would call for the prophet and they would say, do you have a word from the Lord for me? Do you have a word from the Lord? You know, we came up, you know, many years in Pentecost and holy roller churches and started in brush arbors. And I don't remember the brush arbors, but they told them it wasn't too far from, from when we came in. But people would say to the preacher, amen, do you have a word for me from the Lord? And of course, people respected preachers. You know, you didn't have I didn't know, no TV preachers during those times and no big time preachers that I knew of, just preachers. Most of them didn't have too many suits. Some, some of them, I remember one guy had one suit. Amen, but just powerful. Hallelujah. Didn't have any money. My dad was one of them. But he would pray and then pray some more. And pray and then pray some more. Pray, and I remember that part. I remember hearing him. Didn't have a, we were ways from the church, but I remember going down to the old barn. He always had a few cows and chickens and, and he'd feed the cows and milk the cows and I'd hear him down on, at the barn praying, praying out loud. And so there were people call him. It was big-time preachers, and he was a country preacher. It was a big-time preacher's call him. They would have prophecy questions, and they wanted to know his take on this. And what do you think? Amen. And he would give them a word sometimes. Amen. It's what I feel like God is saying. Had a guy call me yesterday, a discouraged pastor, about ready to give up his church. Amen. I talked to him a little bit, and he said, I just feel like you just gave me a word. He said, he gave me what I needed. I wasn't even trying to. It was just in conversation with him. Amen. And so I said, well, hang in there. He said, I need a friend. Amen. But that's what they used to do. Do you have a, do you have a word for me? That's a, that's a legitimate question, folks. I don't know what we come to church for. Maybe we just show up and get a couple of goosebumps or hear how the, how the singing's going. That's all good. But, but, but we need a word from God. Mary got a word from God. She got an answer from God. I feel like even today, somebody, you know, just, listen, if I didn't come to church, this is just the beginning. There's more things to do than go to church. But the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of, it's pretty straight, it didn't merely matter. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of which some is, and much more so as you see the day approaching. So, so I, I can't not come to church. It's like people not going to work. You know, hey, if, if I got a job, we, we got to get on that. We got to get we got to get that done. How can people not go to work? You know, they said somebody said maybe it was Mark Twain or somebody, I believe it was. He said, if you want to be successful, he said the first thing you do is begin. That's too simple for some folks. First thing you do is begin. Let's get started on that right now. Hallelujah. So let's show up. Amen. That's a word for somebody. Amen. But what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. We give it away. 
Amen. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. The single answer to every one of our problems is an overshadowing of God's Holy Spirit. That's the answer right there. Amen. That's the answer. A constant washing and cleansing of the Holy Ghost will heal us. Just, and just because you got a renewing today and a refreshing, you can't, that won't last you from now on. About the middle of the week, Brother Jerry, I'm like, man, I got to get to church. Why? I need more of the Holy Ghost. Blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall. You want more of the Holy Ghost? Start being hungry for it. Amen. Every disorder, amen, that's in our spiritual sicknesses that we have, unbelief and doubt, fear and distrust, it'll take care of all of that. There's worry and anxiety that should not be. There's anger and prejudice in our world. That shouldn't be, folks. Listen, the Holy Ghost will take care of that. Hallelujah. Listen, God puts up with us and tolerates us. I'm going to bring that home to you, all right? I'm going to bring it home to you. And he forgives us over. Y'all look at me. I want you to get this part. We ain't nothing else. Amen. I said he puts up with us. He tolerates us. He forgives us. And he does it over and over and over. And then somebody makes a Bible. And we have nothing to do with them anymore. We don't be with them anymore. We don't be around them anymore. We don't trust them. No, no, no. Listen, they belong to God, my friend. Believe in them just for the sake of God. God's, listen, they're in this church or around this church. Listen, somehow God's going to get a hold of them, overshadow them, (laughs) and they're going to be all right. Listen, this is a habit. It's a good habit. All habits are not good, but there are some good habits. I can see kind of the worst situation. I can see, or at least a potentially bad situation. And I've made a habit of doing this, and I do it by faith. When somebody says, what are you going to do about them? My comment is, you know what? They're going to be all right. Let's let's have some faith in them. Let's have some faith in God that's got his hand on them. Did they mess? Oh, yeah, they messed up. I'm, I'm not in disagreement with that. But we all do. Some of us hide it better than others. Am I telling the truth? Some of us are more hypocritical. We don't want to use that word, but it's the truth. Hallelujah. Remember Jesus said that woman was taken in the very act of sin. And they were all ready to stone her by the law. They could, they could do it. But they was, it was a traffic. What do you say? Well, the law says stone her to death. And you know what? He was smart. <laughs> he was God. <laughs> Let him that is without sin cast the first stone. He was telling us, you leave people alone. If you can't say something good or productive, just don't say a word. Oh, listen, let me just tell you this. I don't mean to be emotional, but I believe in you. I'm going to practice what I'm preaching. I said, I believe in every single one of you. If you get out of order, I'll try to help you. I'll try to pull you back in order the best I can but I believe that God his intentions is to do a great work in every single one of us hallelujah hallelujah when the Sanhedrin I'm about done you can stand with me if you want 
when the religious people, the Sanhedrin, called in the apostles for question on their preaching in the name of Jesus, they said, they said, these are ignorant and unlearned men. They said, but we can tell they've been with Jesus. This world ought to know, they ought to be able to pick up on it, that there's something different about us. Have you ever, ever, you ever seen people just pray through? Amen. Keith's not here today, but I was looking right through there in the baptismal tank. Keith got in that baptismal tank, just a regular guy, and they're struggling kind of even to make it to church. But when I saw him come out of that water, amen, it was just something. And I wasn't looking. I wasn't like trying to figure out something to preach. I, I, but, but it was just, it was so obvious his face lit up. It was like Moses, amen, when he lit up coming down the mountain from being with God. It was just so, so, you know, I've seen it, and I know I've heard other people like, what, something's different about this guy. Whether you show up at school and you just prayed through or own a new job and people know, you know like, oh, what happened to you? Well, I just, I went to church. <laughs> I just got a renewing of the Holy Ghost or just got it for the first time. Amen. So something Amen. It had happened here when those guys said, Amen, they're ignorant and they're unlearned, but we know that they've been with Jesus. Amen. They had been overshadowed. Amen. With the Holy Ghost. There's another old song. You have to help me. I don't know anything. I know parts of the verses, but I'm not going to try to. Is that the key of F? Hallelujah. Amen. We hadn't done this in a while, y'all. I went ahead and messed up every other part of the service. I'll just mess this one up too. Hallelujah. Yeah, testify. You got your mic on? Turn the mic on. So my whole message, my whole message is this. Thank you, Sister Melissa. My whole message is this. Whatever you're dealing with or whatever situation you're in the middle of, whatever, you're asking the question, I, and the enemy will help you with this. Man, nothing you can do. You're, I mean, you're, you're boxed in and no way out of this. You're just going to have to, you know, I don't know. You're just stuck, all right? It's going to take a moving of the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. Have you been to Jesus? Moving power. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you fully trusting in His grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Come on, help me. Are you washed in the blood in that soul? Cleansing blood of the Lamb. 
are your garments spotless are they white as snow are you washed in the blood of the lamb are you walking daily by the savior's side are you washed in the blood of the lamb do you rest each moment in the crucified are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Oh, are you washed in the blood, in that soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? When the bridegroom cometh, will your robe be white? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Will your soul be ready for the Christian's bride? Are you washed in the blood? Come on, help me right now. Oh, are you washed in the blood, in that soul? Cleansing blood of the Lamb Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? In the blood Last verse Lay aside the garments that are stained with sin And be washed in the blood of the Lamb There's a fountain flowing for the soul Unclean, oh, be washed in the blood of the Lamb. Are you washed in the blood, in that soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Are you washed? In that soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, what a good spirit. Amen. Amen. Let's don't settle for less. Amen. Let's let the spirit of the Lord wash us, cleanse us overshadow us. We all need help. We all need help. The only way we're going to make it, amen, amen, is just trusting in God, believing in God, amen. And the way you get that, thank you, brother, amen, is just keep showing up. Be faithful, amen, hallelujah. You can't get enough in one service. I already said it, this week, about midweek, you'll be about half backslid, about half backslid. And if the rapture takes place, watch out. I remember, I remember missing church 
And this might have been too harsh, too hard. God was preparing me even for the ministry then. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm not too, I'm not sick enough to miss church. I just miss church. And I remember thinking, maybe, maybe wrong. But I thought, if God would come right now, I'd be lost. I wouldn't make it. That may be too hard for some of us. I still feel that way, Brother Green. If I can't go, I can't go on vacation. I know summer, thank God, summer's just about over. Some of y'all are going to make a dash for the beach again. It's okay. All right, but if you can just, the least amount of church that you can miss, the better. But some folks just do it over and over and over. And, and I, I don't know if they think that it's okay with God. It's not. It's not okay. Let me just help you with that. Get in the house of God. Amen. You, you, could, do like, you could do like Brother Swingo when they're out of town. Others do this too. They send their offering and their building fund. Still miss them not being here, but it it hurts a little less when the check comes in. Like, well, they sent their money. (laughs) Amen. That's seriously living for God. But some people miss. You don't see them nor their money. They just bail out on you. Well, listen. Take ownership to what we're doing around here. Take ownership. Say, that's my church. I'm a part of that. And I'll lighten the load for somebody else. Amen. Somebody said amen. Hallelujah. I've been straight with you today, getting ready to receive the offering. Since I'm here, Brother Chad, i just go unless you want to do it. Amen. Amen. Good to see Tiffany and Thomas. Amen. With us, Tiffany, it's been too long. Hallelujah. It's also good. Wait, let's just hold. Let's just hold the applause right now. We'll get them all, and we'll just give them a good Christian Revival Center welcome. Amen. Good to see Brother Atkinson. He's with the Robinsons. Brother Atkins, good to see you, sir. Amen. You're welcome here, Chris. We usually do it before I preach. Amen. But we we, we didn't forget you. First time uh, with uh, Visitor Faith. It's with the Oakley family. Faith. It's good to see you. Hallelujah. Also good to see. Uh, Sandy Ramkahalawan. Sandy, it's great to see you. It's been too long. I was getting ready to come get you. Amen. With my stick or something. <laughs> it's good to see uh, Takesha uh, with Solomon. Brother Solomon, good to see you. And I, I see some more guests moved in over here. I don't think I have your name, folks. It's so good to see y'all. I saw you come in. I think you may have been here before, but it's just great seeing you. All right. Hey, fantastic. Great having you folks. Amen. Let's give them a welcome right now. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't forget. Don't forget. Uh, I already said it. We signed the paperwork. We signed in blood. We put it. Was, there was like. There was like. Listen. It was like. It was a stack of papers. We just kept. I said, Oh my goodness, these pens are going to run out of ink. You know, we need to be like the president, have a whole line of them. Take that one and sign in and get another one. But we got it signed, and we are financed to build our educational department out here. It's going to be nice and to remodel all this. So listen, like I said, take part in this. Don't forget your building fund. Listen, we don't want to just get in the building. We want to get the building paid for. And so we're going to do that with your help and our help. And so we're not just telling you to give. We're giving too, all right? And so extra money that's coming in, instead of me going to buy a new suit and this and that, hey, we, you know, we're just putting it in the building fund. And so hopefully that you'll take the, the lead. And Sister Donna, good to have you back. Glad you didn't get blown away in the storm down there. Hallelujah. So thank you. 
Thank you for paying your tithes. Thank you for giving and building fund or whatever offering. Amen. In Jesus' name. God, let's thank the Lord. God, thank you for this opportunity. God, to worship you in our giving, Lord. Hallelujah. You said give and it shall be given. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Amen. Shall men give unto your bosom. God, we thank you, Lord, for that promise that we in return, God, will be blessed for what we do for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Amen. The music's playing. Watch the ladies on both sides. Amen. They'll tell you when to come and give. Spotless are they white as snow Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Oh, are you washed in the blood In that soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood? Come on, sing it with us. Oh, are you washed in the blood, in that soul-cleansing blood of the land? Are your garments spotless, are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the land? Spotless are they white as snow are you washed in the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. I'm going to let you out of here. Thank you so much for coming. Amen. Thank you for your response to the moving of the Spirit, your worship. Amen. Sister Becky don't want me to tell you, but I think she got the Holy Ghost a while ago. Amen. Don't, don't look over there. Amen. Bless you, Becky. Amen. I disobeyed you, but I couldn't help it. It's like a new baby being born. You want to show it off. Amen. You want to show everybody. Look how beautiful. Amen. She, you know what? She's been hanging around us. That's what happens when you hang around. You just keep hanging around. That's what happens. Holy Ghost. There's more, though, man. There's more. Take your liberty. Amen. Get more of the Holy Ghost. God bless you. I'm a... Sunday school. Oh, the promotion. I'm sorry. Amen. Nobody told me ahead of time. Amen. Stay right where you are. Stay right where you are. I'm getting my stuff. Praise the Lord, everybody. So, different order of things. Um, 
We want to recognize every quarter, and I'm actually a couple weeks late on this because I forgot and we had a holiday. Um, every quarter, we children who have aged out of one class, you all, y'all can sit down. Um, children who have aged out of one class and are moving up to the next class, we like to recognize them as they are moving up. So we actually had four children out of our toddler class turn five this quarter, so we have a much larger beginner class than we did before. So, Sister Rochelle, are those our certificates? Um, If I could get, who's first? Brooklyn Hyann. Come see me, Brooklyn. (laughs) She's very willing. And Nadia Robinson. Nadia. And Tori Chilcote. Is Tori in here? There's Tori. Whoops, as I dropped them. Good job, Tori. And. Azan Blake. Is Azan here? I don't know where he is. Here we go. Yeah, Yay, Azan. Azan, that's for you. So we like to recognize our students who are moving up. And parents, if I missed anyone who turned five last quarter or if I missed anyone who turned nine last quarter, please let me know and I will fix that. Um, Also, if you're interested in being a part of our Sunday school team, we are having a meeting after church today. So if you would, in the back. Thank you. I always forget those details. So if you are interested in being a part of our Sunday school team, we would love to have you. Thank you. Dismissed? Okay. Bishop says dismissed. Dismissed.